This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1338. I reckon this is fantastic vocabulary. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Can you say, I reckon, on IELTS? What about, fair enough? Today we answer a listener question about appropriate vocabulary for IELTS speaking and share several options so you can avoid repetition on test day. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, Aubrey. <laughs> Hi, you're already laughing. I know my cord, my like headphones are being pulled down by this other cord. So they're like, they're like tugging just a little bit at my ears. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started laughing immediately today, guys, um, because I did the countdown and started the recording like before Aubrey was ready, just because I thought it was funny. Aubrey was still bending over and fixing stuff. And I'm like, three, two, one, go. Um, <laughs> guys, if you're not watching us do this on YouTube, you're missing out because the video really adds a whole other dimension to this learning and entertainment. So check out IELTS Energy TV, guys. Every single podcast episode we do is also on video on IELTS Energy TV. I know. I've started really enjoying watching podcasts on YouTube. There nice. are a few that they've, they've started putting them on YouTube. I'm like, this is just so fun. I feel like I could, it's fun to see their facial expressions and yeah. my hand gestures, which are all the, like happening all the time. <laughs> I <laughs> love your fun. hand gestures. It's one of my favorite things. All right, guys. So today we have um, a wonderful student question about using some slangy speech in the IELTS speaking exam, when they can use it, where they can use it. So um, guys, get ready for an awesome vocabulary episode today that is highly laser focused on the speaking exam. Yes, this is going to be awesome. We're going to answer this question and give you guys some really good um, vocabulary for speaking, for introducing your part two answer in a really high scoring way. Some great vocab today. So I'm excited. Yes, me too. Um, I do want to just shout out two of our recent favorite episodes, guys. If you are not following us, maybe you missed these amazing episodes. So we um, did a live listening practice with audio questions and answers. So definitely check that out, guys. IELTS Energy 1335, IELTS Part 1 live listening practice. And then yesterday's episode was really, really good. Definitely not yesterday. Sorry. Tuesday. Tuesday's I know we're episode. so used to 
Tuesday, Wednesday. So yes, Tuesday's episode. <laughs> Today is Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday. <laughs> the last one was Tuesday. IELTS Energy 1337. Can AI write IELTS questions? Vocabulary, writing, scoring, questions. It's all in there. Uh, okay. Yes. And it turns out it can. You guys use ChatGPT <laughs> yeah. to get practice IELTS questions. Man, who knew? Long story short, it can. <laughs> um, really cool. That episode was so fun on Tuesday. All right. Yeah. So today, guys, let's dig into this student question. All right. This is a question from Johnny, who is in our Three Keys IELTS community. Whenever you guys sign up for one of our courses, you are able to also join a community full of very motivated students who can ask questions, motivate each other. It's fantastic. So allersenglish.com slash keys, by the way. And this is Johnny's question. How often are you using in the USA reckon and fair enough? Here in Australia, these are very popular. Mm -hmm. Can I say it on my speaking test? Thanks a lot. I don't have words to say thank you to you both. Oh, yay. What You're a welcome. sweet, a sweet message. Yes. Thank you, Johnny. Um, so let's uh, tackle that first question first. Do we use those in America? Um, speaking for myself, I never say reckon. I think I say it if I'm joking sometimes because that's kind of something like a stereotypical, like, Western cowboy would say or whatever, like, oh, I reckon you can. So that's kind totally. of an older phrase to my mind. But I do say fair enough. And we will explain that meaning very soon, guys. I say fair enough a lot. And actually, my son uses it a lot, too. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't use I reckon very often either. Same thing, right? It just means I think, but I hear it a lot in like older Westerns. Mm -hmm. Maybe my grandpa says it every now and then. But yeah, yeah I, this is more common in other English speaking countries. Mm -hmm. The examiner will definitely know what you mean. Yeah, but it is very informal. So yeah, you can totally still use I reckon to mean I think or I feel, but we're going to give you some more synonyms for that um, because you don't want to repeat it, right? So we'll give you some synonyms for that in just a second. But yes, reckon is informal. It means I think totally fine for speaking part one if you don't say it too much. All right. So let's get into some synonyms for reckon then, because I, I really want to get to fair enough. I feel like <laughs> That's yes. one that a lot of students won't know, but let's cover I reckon first. Yes. And there are so many ways to say this, to say, I think, or in my opinion, a lot of the um, speaking practice I do, students will sort of have a couple that they're familiar with, like yeah. actually, and then they'll say it over and over and over so and over. Times. You can't repeat vocabulary like that. So there are lots of options here. You need to learn several of these. So of course there's, I think, and then also I feel, or I feel like, and a really high level one is to my mind, which means the same as in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I love that second one. I feel like because you could, yeah, you could just say I feel to mean I think, um, but it's more natural and slangy to say I feel like um, it's not a good idea. <laughs> you know, I feel like there are more disadvantages. So we'll tell you which are formal and informal here in a second. But let's go through this list. So um, Aubrey gave you three. I'll give you the next three, guys. I believe it seems to me that is a lovely phrase. I really love that, that synonym. Yes. And here's a long one, guys. I can't help but think that such and such. That is an awesome sentence starter. 
Yes. And then we have a lot of options when we're saying to be honest, right? You can say to be honest, frankly, in all honesty. There are so many here that why say the same one over and over and over? Switch it up. Lots of different ways to say that. I just thought of a new one that's very formal instead of to be honest, because on, honestly, <laughs> we hear students say that a lot, to be honest. Yes. Right? Yes. So here's another uh, paraphrase. To be totally transparent here. That is a lovely phrase. And it just is like, okay, I'm going to tell you the honest truth now, even if it's not that great. Um, I love that. To be totally transparent here. So, okay, informal, guys. I reckon, I think, I feel, or I feel like. Um, it seems to me, I think, could be informal as well. Um, those are the best for speaking part one, those informal phrases. Yes, to my mind would be great for speaking part three, as well as I can't help but think that. Mm -hmm. And then all of these, to be honest, frankly, to be frank, to be totally transparent. These are all a little more formal, a little more yeah polished sounding. So they're totally. great for part three answers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, fair enough. I love this phrase. What does it mean, Aubrey? Yeah, it's interesting because when Johnny first asked the question in our community, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you can't really use fair enough on IELTS because you're responding to someone else's opinion usually, right? Yeah. It's more conversational. If someone says something, maybe you don't totally agree, but you can see their point, yeah. you might say, fair enough. I say this a lot as well. I love that you and your son both use it. <laughs> That's so great. For like, um, James gets in these uh, lexical chunk phases where nice. you know he'll have his favorites for a while. Um, hear me out is his favorite right now, but fair enough also had a really long, long trend there for a while. But anyway, yeah. So fair enough, we say when we're responding to somebody else's opinion, right? It, it's always in a conversation. Um, so all it means is like, I understand what you're saying. What you're saying is reasonable. I see your point. And you can follow it up with maybe a rebuttal. Like, here's another way to think about it. Um, here's my opinion, which is a little different, right? Or you, it can just end the conversation and just be like, yeah, no, I understand. Fair enough. Okay. But yeah, all it means is like, I understand. It would be great for any conversation where you don't exactly see eye to eye. I feel like we should talk about this on Allers English. If yeah. you guys aren't following, there's so much great stuff on Allers English because when you're having an argument, there are respectful ways to do that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's with the vocabulary you use. And this is such a great response. If you don't totally agree to say like, fair enough, I respect your opinion. Yep. I see where you're coming from. And then you share another perspective. Totally. Totally. So initially why Aubrey, um, responded immediately like you're not going to use this on the exam is because the examiner will never share their opinion with you. So there's really no place that you would respond with like, fair enough. It's like, let me right. see your passport. Fair enough. Um, no. What's your favorite color? <laughs> fair enough. Like you would never use it. But 
we did think of an awesome way you can use it in speaking part two, guys, when you're telling a story. Yes. So here's this amazing example Jessica came up with. I'll let you guys know. You say, the hotel manager was like, sorry, there's a conference. We're overbooked. We don't have a room for you. And I was all, well, fair enough. But you at least have to offer us an alternative and put us up somewhere else. Right? <laughs> it's no good if it's you're good, like, because right? this is so smart to do when you're telling a story to sort of narrate the dialogue. Yes. Say what was happening and be like, and then I said, or I was all, and say what you each said. Then you could totally use it. Yeah, I really, I tried to include a couple things in here that you guys can take away for speaking part two stories. Like Aubrey said, it is such a great strategy to um, um, report the speech, right? To yes. reenact through dialogue a conversation you had with somebody else that features as part of the story. Because there's an opportunity now. There's space to use other natural vocabulary that examiners don't hear from any other student. Um, so here, instead of saying, he said, and then I said, don't say said. <laughs> um, instead, be like, the hotel manager was like, okay, so instead, the hotel manager said, and I was all... We say that instead of, and I it's said. It's much more native and natural. Even when you were given the instruction, you said, instead, be like, uh, yeah. and then you said, right? Because <laughs> we rarely say, they said this, and then I said this. We'll yeah. always, there's so many other native natural ways to do that. Totally, totally. Um, so it just points again to our amazing number one strategy of always trying to tell a story in part two. This is another great reason because you can work in vocab that other students will not be demonstrating. Absolutely. Oh, so many good answers. So much good info here. Thank you, Johnny, for the question. And I love all this vocab. I'm excited for you guys to start using this, especially fair enough, for practice answers when you're sharing dialogue and stories. Yes, totally. All right, guys. So hit follow if you're not already following. Um, if you are new to IELTS Energy or a recent follower, then uh, we recommend two very recent episodes. On Tuesday, we did Can AI Write IELTS Questions? That's episode 1337. And last week, we did a live listening practice for you guys, episode 1335. So scroll up and check those out, guys. And uh, yeah, have a great weekend. And we'll be back next Tuesday. Awesome. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.